on behalf of a certain someone on PTO this week at the beach. Play a little Michael Jackson PYT for Kevin Ricca. I'm Ken Marangolo. He's Tim Strachan. Yeah, it's a little lighter in this room, and it's not a good feeling because our buddy took off a week for yeah. a little Look vacation. Well earned. I didn't know when a one uh, one first time I sports had vacation. It's use yeah. it or lose it PTO. Is it? So you got to talk yeah. to HR. There's no banking. It. You can't carry it over to next year. All uh, right. He's Brian Stabby. Glad to be here. Sitting I'm gonna a, I'm gonna live in, in the giant, chair. Giant chair. You know, he's gonna be sitting down next week and not see me here, and I'm just gonna get stuck there. But I I have set up shop in this chair, it, and it, I love it. I'm it, never gonna leave lo- the chair. It, it looks like an oddly sized chair with you sitting no, in it. No, it's it's a very comfortable armchair. Matt, I, the real deal, seal. Appreciate you. Greetings, gentlemen. We have a First Amendment Sports Basement Podcast Studios all over Kensington, Maryland. Welcome to the Audible. Welcome to Hogshaven's official Redskins podcast, appropriately titled in the offseason, offseason on the brink. Um, so I thought, I, I used to always like lament there was, you know, before they spread the draft out to last, you know, for 10 weeks or whatever they make that at now, um, and all the NFL, the way they've spread out the NFL calendar, there used to be other dead zones. This is the last bastion of NFL calendar dead zones from now it's until brutal. training camp. It's, it's, it's rough. It's, it's real hot. rough. What are you, you know, going to do? There's no other sports really other than baseball. Baseball. There's no there's no, no. choice. Basking you know? in the caps glow. Basking in the caps glow. slow right now. But yeah. but we still gather on a weekly basis uh, to talk about the Redskins. Because what else would we do? Because what else would we do? <laughs> Even um, when we don't have brethren here. There's 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 plenty of, of topics to cover. Ties? I always, we could talk about ties. Uh, we could talk about ties. But no. We won't. No. We won't do it. Uh, Jesus. No. I always used to, to write a more frequent column on Hogshaven uh, called Boldly Hoping, where I would grasp onto something. It really was... Uh, Your ideas always make me nervous, man. But, uh, in, you know, we took over Hogshaven in, in 2009. Oh, no, I know it is. And over the years, it, was, it became like a defense mechanism. <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to be very, very hopeful about this one thing. So this week's six-pack I kind of dedicated to hope and optimism. <laughs> I think I, I would try to marry my optimism with realism, and I think that's totally possible, and, and I think Redskins fans are perfectly capable of doing that. So You don't, but go ahead. Well, and you, <laughs> That is your stated position, however. That is, no one's if that's what makes you feel better your about your uh, ridiculous optimism, then that's great. That's not a bad thing. It's great to be an optimistic person. You're for a, example. You're a person that lifts everybody else's day up. For example, I know... Uh, that history informs us Jordan Reed won't play 16 games for the Washington Redskins in 2018. I, I know that that's like hugely Where's the realism probable. in that part? Is that a hope? But, but Where's I, the realism hope he part? he does not play? No, I, what my hope is, and I, I try, I, I don't know if I did a good enough job expressing it. My hope is that while we have him, that we get the most possible wins because I actually think he's a, I mean, we know he's a game changer. We know... Um, what he can do any given down. Alex Smith can make a great tight end uh, work, for, work for him. He did it with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. He cannot be the workhorse that Travis Kelsey was. He cannot be a guy that you say, all right, well, we you hope, know what? We're going with but Jordan get us Reed first this down. whole series. Get us the first down. Yeah, he's going to get us the first down. The defense has to play him. But he's not going to be Kelsey. But defense has to play him. That, that's in, all that really matters. overall Usage. He, he will definitely not be here if for sixteen he, games if they do that. I but that's why that. you have Vernon Davis. But but uh, Jordan Reed makes Vernon Davis good. 
You know what I mean? Like if you when you put two tight end sets out there, uh, they're going to be like, hmm, who should we lean towards, Jordan Reed or Vernon Davis? And there's no right answer because Vernon Davis can catch. And, and Vernon Davis and Alex Smith have a history together. They know each other. They've uh, he, Alex Smith has thrown a lot of balls to Vernon Davis in his career. Uh, so for Josh Doxson to work, for Paul Richardson to work, for Jamison Crowder to work, they work best when Reed's on the field. My, what I was saying is I just feel like our scheme uh, and Alex Smith's preferences uh, or, you know, what they've been so far in his career, like we ha- – if he's only going to play like 10 games or 11 games or 12 games or whatever it is, first of all, thank you. I'll thank him for the, for those games, but we have to, we have to, we, the Redskins have to win those games. We have to win we have like six and three out of nine or uh, seven and three out of 10. Um, because when he's gone and we've seen this a lot, when, when he leaves, our offense is just plain different. Are, yeah. They don't and run. It, I, the, one of the very first things I ever wrote for Hogshaven was about, the number of three tight end sets that they used to deploy when they had three healthy tight ends and how much more successful they were when they had three tight ends. It was Vernon Davis, and it was Niles Paul, and it was Jordan Reed. And now they don't necessarily have a third tight end. I mean, Jeremy Sprinkle, but we we don't know anything about him. He's got to step it up. He's got to take his game up. I kind of disagree with you a little bit because I think you're disrespecting my turp. Vernon Davis for stepping up and playing a couple of the best years that he's had yes. in the latter part of his career. He stepped in fine. I think Jordan Reed adds an extra element to our offense. But the other thing you got to remember, and this is going to be a knock against him, not jo- just his, his his availability, but what he's he's going to if he's in the game, right? What how how much how effective can he be in the run game at all? Jordan Reed, yes. So that's not because been that's his also strength. that's uh, also exposing him. That's also exposing him physically. Yeah, but the run game so right now is not very good. He with does or special him. things. He does special things. I think that they got to stop relying on him to be. You know, they got to use him. Oh, I think he's lining up very wide smartly. I think he's yes. lining up wide in a, in three and four wide receiver sets. He's lining up. You know, in you know either wide or on the inside. Um, I I will. I just I think that for Jordan Reed. Uh, I mean, the thing about Jordan Reed, and here's, here's another thing that realism, you know, or, or, ba- or fact, fact-based, whatever, you know, I did, did the homework, um, you know, Alex Smith in Kansas City threw, last year, threw, and the year before, threw a lot of passes, one or two yards short of the first down, you know, on, on third downs, and it's something that we have lamented in this town for, for years and years. The thing about Jordan Reed is, um, he, he can stretch the field. He, well, no, he takes the, he, get, he catches the ball two yards behind the, the first down, and then he gets the first down. Yeah, uh, that's he doesn't do it like Kelsey does. He yes, does he did last year. He did not putting his shoulder down. Yes, he did. Not running over people. Jordan Reed broke tackles to get first downs behind the first down. Was he around more like all the time? Was he around for no? That's nor was my point. But same thing in Kansas City. Kel- Kelsey wasn't way. either. Kelsey Kelsey got broken, uh, and when he left the field, Alex Smith's Kansas City offense was just plain capital D different. Now. Fortunately for him, they he had Kareem Hunt Davis and Tyree Kill. You know, or to uh, turn to. What's that? They didn't have a Vernon Davis to turn to. It's true. No, they didn't. But they struggled. They struggled mightily, and they had Kareem Hunt and they had Tyree Kill. So they had good players. Um, Ken, can I ask a question from Facebook Live? Yes, please. That touches on something you just mentioned. So you're talking about the run game. Who's asking it? 
Let's bring him up. Jesse Callahan. All right, Jesse, what's up? Thank you so much for joining us this he evening. He says, how juiced are you guys on Geis? I'm sold. He's going to be better right. than Barkley in the long run. Steal oh, this, of the draft. Is this Jesse saying this? this? Jesse. So, th- yeah, this would have better been Better than my, Barkley? That's a tough one. This is my... my well, I, why, if you're going to be broadly hoping here... As, as boldly you know, hoping. Boldly, boldly. boldly. I'm broadly. sorry. Broadly I'm sorry. Very focused. We don't have the, we don't have the trademark rights. Right. Screw up your ideas here. It's bold. Whatever. Bold, that's right. It's the Star Trek stuff. There you go. To yes. boldly hope. I, Never, that would, he's that, a huge That's kind of where I am. Trekkie. Yeah. That's where I am uh, in this category. I think that Geis, um, whatever rumor or, that took him down in the draft and the, the chip he has on his shoulder, the fact that uh, we think we got a steal, it would be absolutely perfect for him to have a Reed Hunt-esque uh, uh, um, season. Uh, because I, 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 I um, and not Reed, Akeem, right? Akeem Hunt. Yes, Akeem. Sorry. For Kansas City? Yes. Kareem. Kareem. Uh, Kareem, I'm sorry. Kareem. He needs to have a, a, a season like Hunt that there. if the Redskins want to do anything special this year, not just make the playoffs, yeah. not just be there and, and have an opportunity to, to do something truly special. Geis has to be, in my opinion, the rookie of the year. So the Washington Redskins invested a significant resource in Darius Geis. They've gone on the philosophy of middle round running backs, low salary cap uh, impacts. They've, you know, you could, you know, if you want to say on the cheap, but it's a very um, workmanlike strategy in the NFL. These guys last two or three years. Uh, They haven't been one to pay up for the the veteran or or, even the guy on his second contract. So this is a a change in strategy. And I'm not saying he's better than Barkley. Absolutely not. I've been on record as saying Barkley, I think, is going to go down in history as a special player. I think he's going to go down in history as a special player. You did a barring injury. injury. And this doesn't mean that Geis is better than Barkley. I think he could have a better year. He'll fill up the stat sheet in, in a different way, I think. And I... So Alex Smith is going to throw it him. Kareem Hunt had 53 catches last year. Could have a better year. Could have a better year than no, Barkley. Chris Thompson's yeah, going to be the tailback who catches passes out of So back. no one's taking away Chris Thompson's touches except for the fact that uh, – because Chris Thompson's getting no, third round but and others. But maybe he becomes but, even more uh, efficient with maybe taking less carries or less touches. Yeah, he, I think he'll be, oh, but he'll Geis be is, catching but Because, again, he's a guy. He's small. I mean, we saw he broke his leg last year. I mean, you, gotta, you, got, you can't Orleans. expose – Everybody so no. much. If he's That's why you the, get so many weapons to screwed. spread it around. And a guy like Alex Smith, who knows how to spread the ball around, it doesn't just have to rely on one guy. But guys, is going to get production on first and second downs. You're going to see if he's playing well, we're going to get first downs before we get the third down. He's going to catch the ball out of the backfield and take it for five or six Absolutely. yards a pop. And he's also he's also big and strong. I don't think people are understanding how big and strong he is. He's not a scat back. This Darius guys, as he just he's so athletic and elusive and agile that you assume he's not sturdy and he's very sturdy. He will he will Geist run you is over. A tank. He will run you over. I take your word for it. Yeah. He's a tank. And he will uh, so so I think that he's going to ha- get a ton of first and second downs um, and he's going to be on the field when we convert on first and second downs. I I I I think that Alex Smith benefits yet again from having a guy who nobody knows anything about. Yet, I mean, everyone expected Kareem Hunt to be productive, but no one expected him to freaking destroy the NFL for eight straight weeks. Yeah. I mean, nobody did. Uh, no one's expecting that for Geis, but Geis is a top-tier running back out of a deep and very talented running back class that I think, I think uh, Jesse, I think you're, if Geis plays as good as he is capable of playing, 
he's going to be right in the conversation. Uh, but, but really what you're looking at is a group of guys who in four or five years, I think they're going to be looking pretty darn special. Yeah, in, in Ken's dream world here, it, it would be a special season by, by, by guys who is a first-round talent. Yes. Slip to us. Uh, could be very beneficial for a long time. He's a starting running back. Yeah. He's, he, like, he's like the guy we're handing the ball off to on first down. That's happening. Realistically, they had maybe he's not difficulty. rookie of the year, but he's definitely in a conversation about it because he's, he's a guy that in the beginning of the season utilizes that first-round yeah. talent. Nobody expects, nobody has on film with the Redskins. Maybe they catch up, but you have a guy like Alex Smith, now a veteran quarterback who could handle load for a couple of games, give tape that now you've got to kind of play us. You know, you got to play it straight because we have we. You try to take one thing away, we have something that can that, that can counteract it. That's I would what love a good offense does. It, I I I think you're going to see um, Geis and Kelly, Geis and Pirine, Geis and Thompson a lot as well. So get used to that because. I, go so ahead. I'm. We get, we got a message actually earlier. Okay. From one of our SB Nation folks, uh, Brett Coleman. Oh hey, what's up, Brett? He he tweeted out today. And I quote, watching Rob Kelly tape from last season is making my brain bleed. Please save this team, Darius Geis. You're their only hope. So Robert Kelly doesn't... Star not... Wars. We're kind of on Star Trek here. Yeah, but it's, yeah, no, but it's true. Going. If you watch... Space. Hey, Brett, I've watched a lot of Rob Kelly tape myself. And no, he's not jumping off the uh, film as uh, the guy that you want to, you know, be your guy. And, and, he, and he won't he be. He hated him. I, that's the hardest. That's a, It was aggressive. We had this conversation on Hogshaven from Mark Tyler's piece about he's, whether or not he would make the team. So I think he's going to make the team. I think he's progressing. I mean, I just think he's a better player today um, than he was oh, in in the film but you're I watching. Maybe he needs to become Fat Rob again, not physically, but the mentality he had when he when that season happened. He looked maybe good. he needs that. I don't know. Listen, he's not a number one. He looks great. The problem for Red, the Redskins over the last twenty years is the Brett Coleman's of the world have been breaking down guys who have been our number one in like a lot of different spots, but they wouldn't be anyone else's number one. You know, they wouldn't be like the number one wide receiver here. They wouldn't be the number one running back there, yeah. not a number one tight end. So, um, but I think, I think today our number ones add up a whole lot. You ask, you say, Dar- Darius guys save us, but Darius guys is our number one. And I think he's a, he, he's just a, a, a head above. But if you, but if you have Pirine and Kelly, as your backups, and I do think Rob Kelly, I do think that's that's what you're rolling into the season with because you just know how it goes with running backs. I mean, we just got to have continuity and stability, and I think that stable gives it to us. You got to feel pretty good about handing the ball off to Rob Kelly, and the if you're lucky enough to be up by ten or eleven points in the fourth quarter, to be able to hand the ball off to Rob Kelly to take fifteen hits that, a, that you don't want to give guys. Nah, yeah. I think or that's a luxury. Maybe that's more Pirine. Or Pirine for that matter. Maybe that becomes his specialty. I mean, that's that's that becomes his role. He he lifts cars with his. I can see Brett already being like, so wait, so you guys are just going to be up to by eleven ladies. points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's a guy that yes. you I would should, not mind if they were. That's up by a guy that you should be able to rely upon in the fourth quarter to pound out some some yardage and, and take some time off the clock. A guy that picks yep. up cars with his bare bare hands. It's awesome. So, man, fish is really blowing out loud. I hope yeah. not blowing anyone away. Um, this fish, you. Firefly yeah. was this last uh, week. I, it was. I went last year. It was great. Um, Eminem was there this year. But what do we got? We have uh, a lot of praise on the first round pick. We can't leave without talking about the first round pick. We can't leave without boldly hoping about our first round pick. Let's talk about it. A bunch of different takes over the week, including things 
so you never you're not going to hear too much negative unless the guy like shoots someone or does something terrible. Everything is going to be positive about a guy who played defensive line for Alabama last year. He's coming to a He's team. going to jump straight to murder, huh? I'm just saying, there's nothing negative. I, mean, you know, I haven't heard a single. Everything about this guy is pop- murder. He's farther along than Jeez. Jonathan Allen. He's the strongest guy in the in the weight room. Uh, he plays like you know he he play, he has he is like like the Juan Soto. Uh, he's just a guy an old man IQ uh, you know of what his his of his job, whatever that means for the defensive line. However you equate Juan Soto knowing the strike zone versus Payne knowing how to play defensive line. They say his Very technique. Different. His, he already knows stuff that they, they think they, you don't really know this until you've been in the league for a while, and they're saying he knows it. I mean, they're saying all the things that you want to hear him say. How much of it is true remains to be seen, but yeah. it's pretty I, good stuff. I, I think you can read into some things that like a coach can say about a player. You, sometimes it's just in the way he says it. You know it's not just coach speak, which I think is what he did with Swearinger last, last yeah. year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a great example. Here, what I think even has more credibility is when other players yep. – on their own, and not at the request of anybody like, else. He's like, you know what? Uh, we got a player. Uh, this guy's ready already. That, to me, registers because I think those guys are the ones that truly know. And if someone calls it out and says he is he is holding his own against the guards that we have, including Brennan Scherr, yep. I mean, that statement in and of itself yeah. should make everybody a, a little giddy. And people... In the fantasy football age, in the red zone age um, that we live in, right this very second, people don't get as giddy about a stud defensive lineman like that as they should. Because he was so he, we're talking about a guy that we got in the first round who's going to start for us in the first, first, very first second of the season. He's, he's going to be on the field and he's going to be pushing guys around, uh, and it's going to be a sight to see. He's going he's going to make us better on the right. Hopefully, Allen is healthy to to be next to him. But you're talking about a legitimate NFL defensive line. Like, by all standards. I think we have the best defensive line in the division. All right. Okay, take it easy. I mean, I, I, it's possible. I think they're better than the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia has a very no, good defensive well, line. I think, I think you could. They've proven some things. I think Fletcher Cox is probably the I best defensive that. lineman That's good in, for you to in say. the division. But I think that in the trenches, the Redskins. It is the overly hop. That's like the yeah. that's I'm boldly hoping. No, 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 I am no. boldly knowing. I know they have a better defensive line than the Eagles. Boldly inebriated. Ken's BS segment. I mean, I, that took it no. to a whole new level. I wasn't going to call him the best. I just think Eagles it's a legit. And that was uh, all stabby BS. Right because on the, in the second round, you get a guy like Darius Geis. And to Brett's Darius point, Geis is going to make Fletcher Cox look like a fool this Well, year. okay, we hope so. But he's going to collect stats. If you, We have a toy. Like, our offense has a shiny new toy who is legit in every respect and is going to get the ball and we're going to get to watch him and everyone's going to fixate on it and I think we'll be paying attention when, when the de- defense goes on the field and we watch Allen and Payne wreck shop in the trenches. Well, but he doesn't have be to be a one-man wrecking fun. crew. He just needs to do his job extremely yes. well because, exactly. again, going back to when before the draft, whether it was going to be Deron Payne or, or Vita Vea, at least – I, I believe Kevin and I were on the same page. You needed that position. You needed someone there because that is the position that can have an effect on all other ten positions. Yeah, the most. And in the trenches. that's what I'm looking for. He's not going to just. Uh, I don't know if he's going to come in here and rack up sacks to be, you know, a sack leader or, or or anything like that. He just needs to do his job extremely well. And what we're hearing right now from players and inside and around is that people are really excited that this guy could yeah. be, could possibly be the guy. When you ever. 
a young stud defensive tackle, it the impact it makes on your team is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't un, we can't you know we can't overstate it. And I just think it's awesome that Geis is a story, and that we're looking forward to watching him play. And offense is sexy and fun to watch, and it's it, it's exciting. Um, but our defensive line, for the first time, and I don't even remember um, if Allen and Payne are healthy. It's must. It's going to be must see TV. Like those two guys, because you still have Preston Smith. You still get guys, uh, uh, you know, that can put their fingers on on the dirt and turn that. I mean, it's going to be nasty. I don't think we'll have seen that, and I hope we get a chance to see it. I mean, I, let's pr- hope and pray that these guys stay healthy until the first week because I, I just it's not something we're used to seeing, and it's going to be amazing. And I, I think that that's, people are sleeping on that. When I see a Vegas win line for the Redskins between six and seven, closer to seven these days, I don't think people are fully woke to uh, – yeah. If it's six and a half, go to, to Vegas right now and take the over. I, I already own five and a half, so it was that, and it has moved up. And people, I think, you know, there's some recognition of the way, Jesse, that the way that the Giants are going to ruin Saquon, I mean, somehow they will figure out a way to ruin Saquon. I do have faith in the Giants in that regard. <laughs> Look, well, it, bringing it all the way back. As long as we're talking about uh, boldly hoping and being completely optimistic here in the fantasy world, um, the first time you told me that this is what we're going to talk about tonight, I, I, the first thing that popped in my mind, and, and part of this is because I am a, someone who's in Jake Rudin's camp, and I know that that's not very popular with a lot of people. It is on this show. Good. It is on the show. Mm. But I, I think that, and I've said it before on the show, that there are a few guys on this team that are, are coming into the uh, sweet spot, so to speak, of their career, right? That they're starting to be, they're grooming themselves, and they're, 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 they're preparing themselves to be true professionals. Guys like Swearinger, right? You know, guys like uh, Trent Williams. Okay, Scherf. Uh, um, you know, you got a guy like Alex Smith now, uh, who's been there for a long time. Is a guy that immediately we heard uh, other players were like, "This is a guy we need to talk." He's to blowing up everyone's skirt, to, right? I think that what could truly make this again a special season for the Redskins at all is if all of that comes together with the young talent that the Redskins have right now. Uh, it's a good mix. We've seen this. Uh, with the, the the recent Capitals, um, you know, winning the Stanley Cup, also led by a guy young. named Alex. By the way, if you want to yeah. have a little bit of a sprinkle some fairy dust on this uh, fantasy land we're talking about right now, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of synergies if all that can come together. I think there's some guys on this team that are developing leaders uh, or who are true leaders with young talent. Again, this is one of the youngest teams Dan Snyder's had in a long, long time. Yep. So I, I think all On the of front that lines. is very, very positive. If you if you truly want to look at this from a, a positive standpoint. And, and stay on the field. Favor. Forget about all the antics and shenanigans that go on with, you know, announcing that, oh, um, yeah, the, no more wait list. season ticket list. No more wait list. By the way, there's no wait list. Ken, yeah, I was going to write about that this week, but I, right. it, didn't, it didn't make its way onto the site. No. Is that a thing you're avoiding talking about? I talked about it nonstop. It, you know, when we first started and, it, and they were the trying to thing? market. Yeah, the ticket list. Yeah, we all, everybody knew those bullshit. I know, but like, course. it's now exactly. a story. I mean, exactly. it was That's not why. a story. No, no, it was. There it was, was a I new mean, story. Was. When they like, take oh, 25,000 seats out of the stadium, there's no season ticket. No, I mean, obviously, this. but they've no. been... they've been Mr. Snyder. It's the emperor who, like, emperor... But they just finally said, you know, officially. It was like, you know... Finally. 
it was a thing. They were like, but you know, we're, we're there's no more wait lists. Or, or, so they were like, good no for you duh. guys, good for them. Doi. Um, but Yay, again, they're growing up. And and it's it's not the Redskins' fault that the Stanley Cup parade was on the same day that the '87 players got their rings. That was a great thing that they did, and that was a great moment for the. So the, the poetic, the though. If, if but it happened if during. If you're, a, if you're looking at it from parade. like a you know a dark poet's mind, we've been writing the, uh, about the '87 yeah, team yeah, exactly. should, getting their their rings on Hogshaven for what like three years now. Mm-hmm. More than that, it's been. But you, I you was, wrote about it when you started the site. Just how yeah. appropriate, though, for guys that they have basically been shafted, you know, for decades to finally get their moment, only to be overshadowed by hockey. I was so hoping <laughs> they actually like moved the ceremony <laughs> to the mall. They just should have moved it to the mall. They're like, oh, by the way, we're also giving these guys some rings. All right, let's talk about trots. Um, no, we're not going to talk about Barry trots. Nope. Um, best of luck, Kevin. Your thoughts? Uh, I will say that the the. Um, Ooh, yeah, that's a good shots fired. <laughs> Our newest shots segment taken. on the show, shots fired. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why on the field, uh, Redskins is such a great story. And if you can focus just on that, I think you're you're you got to be happy going into a season. We're not we're not a team that's like just hoping to be good, with no reason to believe we can be good. We have been that team before. I have been that fan before. I know exactly what it feels like and looks like. It's different than this, um, and the the way that the, the NFL sixteen games a year season works. It was the feeling we had for the Caps in in, 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 well, in, in game five, except for the Redskins weren't odds on favorites to win Super Bowl last say, year on steroids. On steroids. That, that, that's what it was. Those are incomparable. As exciting as this whole Capitals thing has been, you, you, you do not you, qualify. You, you multiply that by. Double digits. We will see if the Redskins were to ever get. I hope I so. I don't to where we have seen them before. It'll be great. You Stan. shut up. There's no way. It'll be great. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, this is a bad conversation because win me the Super Bowl and then we'll just yeah. compare. It'll be great. I, I'm talking to the young Padawans out there that young haven't Padawans. experienced this like we have. That's uh, all I'm saying. It's uh, you but, guys had a great time with the Caps. I had a great time with the Caps. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, you I'm did. not knocking that. Oh yeah, we, I went you down were down there, there with us. Absolutely. But if the Skins ever do it. It'll be times a hundred. It'll be good. It'll be great. I hope so. I don't know that, but I hope hope so. so. I hope so. I just keep saying I hope so because I hope so. I honestly hope so. All purely theoretical. And all that, all those questions and debates get answered if greatness happens. So I'll take it. Uh, And like I said, in the NFL, this is exactly the kind of team that jumps up and uh, competes for a wild card every single season. So we got an established coach, veteran quarterback. How many of you? Go ahead. Young talent. Go ahead. Right now, in, in wherever you are watching this right now or listening, raise your hand if you thought Philadelphia was going to win the Super Bowl. Mm. No, absolutely not. No, no. I was just raising you my hand because you told me, you said young people raise no, your hand. I, 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 I was wrong. demonstrating how to raise your hand. All right. I can uh, do it. We can all do it. No, you're right. You know, anything's possible. It's the NFL. Yep. You know? I mean. Uh, Without at least, Carson at, at, least we're, at least we're not the Cleveland Browns. At least we're not the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. You're talking about teams that think they have a chance. Yeah. That shouldn't uh, be our standard of. Well, by the way, no, the I'm Brown. just saying. You know, we, I, I don't think we. Don't have get me started on Baker Mayfield. Did, oh, you, did you want to make this a Baker Mayfield show? Because you know how I feel. He's about saying Baker all Mayfield. the right things no, right you now. Go. Baker? See, people are saying. Yeah, he had some ways. really Baker's lovely great. things to say about um, Tyrod Taylor. I can't wait to draft him in fantasy and and win money on him with him. Do you Thank have you. a keeper league though? 
You better believe I do. Okay. Yeah. Don't draft him this year. You, he retired. He's Hogs retired. Has, Hogs Haven has written a lot less he fantasy was, sports stuff, but do not draft him. Coming back, he's a retired fantasy player. Matt's a reformed fantasy player. I'm an addict. Are you an addict? I have three teams. That's oh, that's on borderline addict. Borderline. I used to have like seven teams. That would be more acceptable I wrote to a me. constitution. for. It's like a craps table. You like rolling the dice? You guys are in denial. You have problems. No. Three well, teams? That's problems. fine. I'm, I feel so much freer. I could now. quit any. What do you I think want? this is? This is this is ther- It's Tuesday night therapy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, gonna drink some whiskey with the guys. I have. Done... I actually equate it to poker night, kind of yeah, because we have kinda... a poker table, yeah, even though we don't actually play. But that's essentially what we do here. It's fun. Thank you for joining. On our other shows, watching. we talk about our upcoming schedule, what we have to look forward to in the next seven days. For the Redskins, it's literally. Uh, as many other don't get hurt ways in which we could boldly hope for another seven days with absolutely nothing no, happening off the field. Um, I don't know. I, well, I, I, welcome I, to I Ken's world every day. Everybody it is. Yeah. It is. It's a great. It's a great time. Um, you've just also witnessed the very first uh, hearing held by the basement committee on undersight. Undersight. Yes. We're not knowing. There's also half the battle. This is true. On behalf of Kevin Ricca, who couldn't join us this evening on Approved. Missed you, buddy. Use or lose PTO. Always use it. I always advise people to use it. Don't lose it. Because it is true. If you don't use it, you do lose it. It gone. I I had no idea we had a vacation policy. I I had had no clue. We call it the Kevin Ricca PTO plan. (laughs) (laughs) He fought long and hard for that and the dental plan. It was either the dental plan or the PTO plan. Actually, I thought he was supposed to call in, and then he just, I I think the whole conversation on on text may have uh, played a part in that. Moving along. I I think he needed to cool off. Helping to fill the void, all of us together. Matt, the real deal seal. Appreciate it, as always. Seat at the table. It's nice to be here. Uh, He may or may not ever leave that chair. Brian Stabby. Can I give a 20-second plug for our podcast? Yes, please. The comment section tonight was thunder. If everyone here was who had thunder. a good time, it was great. Oh, it was if good. It, if everyone here had okay. a good time being a part of this, goes and tells one friend that we're not unlistenable. We're friends? No, no, I'm, I'm encouraging oh, everyone. Oh, oh, the Facebook food. On Facebook on. Live. Grassroots. To tell Grassroots. one Marketing. person, just one person, the word. Saying, hey, there are these guys who do this weird thing in a basement on Facebook. You should watch it's them, weird too. Thing. But it's, it's If you shot. tell one friend, it will be greatly appreciated. Write a message on a brick. Just throw it through a window. <laughs> Any old window you can find. Yes. But just make sure whatever you write on that brick is a glowing uh, endorsement of what this is all about. We would, we would greatly appreciate it. That's all I have to say. All right. So you're obviously in charge of the grassroots effort. We appreciate that, Brian. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible. There's a lot of feedback on Alabama shakes tonight. Yeah, that, that's what they do, though. That's it's real. The L, it's the LP version. That's their production. All right. What you're hearing is right. Thanks, Facebook Live. Thank you, friends. See you guys we, next week. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Guests are coming. Thanks for commenting. So it was a good comment section tonight? We just had a lot of people like talking to each other. That's good.